probably What's that sound it sounds like something in your apartment hey honey yeah. are you yep. home there you go <laughs> i told you i was like i could hear like an electric motor <laughs> what, uh, is that a sewing thing what is it that's oh, a wine opener electric my wine wife's opener. getting oh, lit right i already had three shots you go at it honey drink a bottle no tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow's friday so we like to have fun around here it's a real vibe <laughs> do you have the same yeah. do you need me to open it yeah, you usually have to peel off the um, foil on top first. Wait, that's, that's a twist cap. That looks like a twist cap. Well, can you still open it? Yeah, sure. That is a twist cap? <laughs> yeah, you have to take a twist cap. You just twist? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, she got a, <laughs> put a hole in that. Are you, that is this your first bottle of wine? I'm <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, Sophie. I'm sorry, but that is... That is, that is, wow. You, nah, man, I got you. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like we're finally the fun couple. Look at us just getting drunk on a Thursday. <laughs> Welcome to the Triflix cast. I'm Cole. I'm Tristan. Yep. And I'm me. I'm David. <laughs> me <laughs> do we have an intro card for you david you've yeah, been editing do. these lately you have yeah, your like name yeah we, we all have name cards good i'm yeah, glad we do. does we it got, does it put, is it, this is gonna sound bad does it put your title at the bottom it does yeah it's like a what is efficiency it? manager I'm perfect sure. i'm just yeah, making yeah, sure it's yeah. correct because if you listen to the podcast you can also watch it on youtube on mm. youtube or and facebook yeah, or instagram yeah or facebook you can look at it anywhere and the reason you would want to do that is because videos are cool yes <laughs> videos are cool we think videos we thought that they were cool. so cool in fact that we made a company around making videos all right listen here all right <laughs> we started this company making content that we enjoy watching so we watch a lot of people we consume a lot of media in a week and we're like i like that I kind of want to make it. So that's the reason we do a lot yeah. of stuff in terms of our internal content. We do client work because we, it's kind of fun. Sometimes it's really we fun. Client work it's because some, we like money. David knows what's <laughs> up. This is true. This is true. So that being said, because we like equipment <laughs> and we like, oh yeah, we really enjoy our craft. So in order to continue to build upon that, we need to make money. So we do client work mm -hmm. and we do oh, client yeah. work because we love to help people. And because we help people, because it's our job, we get to make money at it. And then we get to buy cameras and fun stuff and we get to make movies. Yes. Sometimes. And that's awesome. When we have time to make movies. Yes. Two, <laughs> two things. We make podcasts and you should watch the video because that's what we like to watch and you should like what we like. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. You can watch. Where, listen, wherever you want. That's why we put it everywhere because where you are, it'll be. That's our thing. <laughs> Can't right? get away from us. And then we're two, following you. I lost it. That's, that's unfortunate. Right. <laughs> it happens every day. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, it's episode eight. So by now you should know, you should know who we are. Yeah. If you don't, listen to episode <laughs> seven. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot about cameras, gear, 
client work. We've been talking a lot about that sort of thing lately. We talked about the perfect camera on the last episode. You should listen to it. We get really technical. If you're into something like that, it's a lot of fun. But today, we're going to talk about some other stuff. We got a whole list of other stuff to talk about. And, and I'm just going to... I'm just going to... Okay. Blue light filter glasses. That's what we're starting with, boys and gals. I love them. I don't have mine with me either. So oh, okay. don't worry. I'll go get them. No, 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 no. no. Stay in that chair. Oh, man. He's gone rogue. He's gone rogue, everybody. All right. Well, talk to me. What are blue light filtered glasses? Why, do I, what, why don't we like blue light? Why, so, is, why are we so racist against the color blue? So, uh, so s- supposedly, a bunch of scientists got together and said that blue light was bad for our eyes, and it keeps <laughs> us up at night, and it messes with our brains, and gives us problems. And hmm Unfortunately, every screen that we look at emits a large amount of blue light because mm. most of them are cold and dark. Most and of them scary. Yeah, it's true. But I say most because you know there are exceptions to the rule. Yeah, most of them do emit blue light, but most of them also have settings that you can change to make them emit not blue light. Especially now. Yeah. yeah. Now that it's a thing, like the new Samsung monitor that I just purchased mm-hmm. has a specific eye saver mode. That is certified by whatever group needs to certify such a thing. (laughs) So you'll notice these are blue light, uh, blue lens glasses, but the lenses aren't actually blue like this. Uh, It's not a real strong lens. It's like just a light tint so that all your lights in your home emit a a warmer tune to them, I guess. It's like a warmer tint. Yeah. Because the blue lights, it causes more eye strain. Yes. And it just kind of takes out that. Uh, and it's really helpful because I was getting a lot of eye spasms. It's like a muscle spasm in your arm or your leg. People get those all the time, but in my eyes. And I thought I had a real problem. I thought it was like vitamins or something. <laughs> I talked to the doctor. She's like, you're stressed. But also, you might want to try blue lens glasses. And they have made a big difference. That and I, I work out a little bit more. So maybe it was the stress. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's placebo. I feel like they made a difference and yeah. I would recommend them. I feel that mine did as well. Mm-hmm. Um obviously all three of us stare at computers way more than we probably should and that's our jobs so we do it a lot and uh yeah so i know tristan and i have a pair uh i think mine i think i ordered my prescription glasses with the the blue light on it sweet so there you go so yeah i was just gonna ask the question if you could do it with prescription glasses so yep you have to special order it it's like a coding i to pay extra for but my insurance yeah. is like hey you got it you can have it. <laughs> which nice of them so. tristan and i tristan and i have had this conversation now we're having issues keeping ours clean Ooh. and i feel that that has something to do with the film on the outer side of it like there's something about it that is a little bit more um yeah. prone to static electricity i would say because it's static i think so because mm. No matter like what you do with it, it seems like it's still very hard to clean unless you use a a liquid solution of some sort. Oh, so are those, those are plastic lenses. Yes, these are 10 bucks and my wife got them as a gift because she's very cool. Yeah, these are not 10 bucks. My pair I bought from Blenders and they were, I want to say they were 30 to 40 bucks, something along those lines. Money. So, Mm -hmm. but they, it's a more robust frame for sure as compared to Tristan's. But but. they all have the same problems. Well, until we get yours in and then we can see if they all have the same problems, but ours. His currently have it. Oh, they do currently. Yeah. Yeah. These are my prescription glasses. No problem. I mean, they're, if you touch them, they get dirty. Well, I mean like 
It's the attraction of dust is yeah, the I problem think, I'm it's having. It's like little particles. No, yes. these are like actually glass, and so I don't think it's um, probably. Yeah, that's why way. you mentioned the plastic yeah. part. I yeah. thought you. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Okay. So Catching I'm just on. gonna disclaim real fast. <laughs> that Trist, Tristan's on a on another level tonight. We're not sure what's wrong with him, but it's been he's, a long day. He's struggling. So if he's like a step or like a day behind us, <laughs> just. <laughs> No, that's yeah. where we've been all day. He'll so. responding to, to this whole conversation next episode. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be really weird, but oh, it's just so. Yeah. But here's the way. thing. If you want to test out blue lens glasses, but you don't want to spend money and you want to see if it affects your eyes at all, you can go in your phone settings or on your computer settings. And most of them have mm-hmm. the ability to test out. Uh, they call it, I think Android calls it like night mode. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Night, night light. And it used to be called something else. And all it does is it uh, it gives you a little slider and you can either make your um, phone really, really blue or really, really orange or somewhere in the the middle. My Uh, Samsung picks for me. As soon as it turns on, it picks the warmth. It just makes it warm. So, right. It's not adaptive. Well, yeah. It just switches. It just switches. It goes from whatever regular it is to... A, you know not a darker sorry but a warmer tone is it based on time of day or lighting um you can have it based on time of day or uh you can switch it on and off so it's just oh. specifically a time so like if you're at night or something and you're looking yeah. at your phone because they say that the blue light at night before you go to bed will keep you up huh. that's part of why you have trouble sleeping so add that and phones are little slot machines yeah dopamine yeah there's a reason there's a reason Facebook has it so whenever or any app where you have to like scroll uh, in order to get more content, it's like a slot machine effect. Yeah, it's infinite. Uh, yeah. Th- there's We have the technology. It's already existed on other platforms where the content just loads in more, but they're like, I want to, I want people to have a physical action and then receive dopamine for the action. And that's where you get muscle memory built into applications. It's kind of unethical, but also... I mean, you agree yeah. to the terms of service, so. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, so if you're trying to save your eyes, give it a shot. I think it works. Um, I don't use them as much as I should, but I, I think, it's, I think mm. it's a good uh, good thing to do if you have to sit in front of a computer all day. And you can get them from pretty much anybody now. For expensive, or as the least amount expensive as you want. Yeah. But, see, my whole issue, the one reason why I got it is because I'm not a big fan of the screen changing colors. I want it to be a consistent color. Mm-hmm. It's just like I turned off true tone, true tone on my Mac because it was killing me. That was like reading the room and then getting either yeah. warmer tones or cooler tones because colors matter mm-hmm. when you're editing when you're photos. Your, your yeah. work, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, but I will say it makes a huge difference. As soon as I turned it off, it looked so cold. Like it just got <laughs> yeah. the screen was so cool colored and I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. And now I just leave it and crank the brightness and I'm like, if yeah. my eyes bleed, I don't care. Yeah. I mean it's awesome <laughs> in the sense of like how much it Give messes me with you. Uh, I was editing a video and then I exported it and then sent it to somebody to review. I don't remember. Maybe I just watched it on my phone afterwards. And the footage looked awful and I was like, What do you mean? <laughs> this looked great on the computer and then I realized the um the warm light was actually throwing off how I was editing the white balance, which is like, mm-hmm. this table's white. You probably see it through that lens on white. But the way I was editing it, I was doing a correction. So uh, I was overcorrecting essentially, and the, yeah. the table did not look white anymore. Everything looked crazy. Blue ducks <laughs> everywhere. 
Don't get me started. Blue ducks. Uh, the concept of white balance is interesting to me because when you're in a room, like with an incandescent light bulb, like those old Edison ones, kind of like the one that you guys have the table there, it does make white things look orange. Yep. But we have white balance to account for that. So when you're looking out on a screen, it doesn't look like a weird orange blob. Yeah. yeah. But is that accurate anymore? And is that Mm-mm. something people want to consider? You, you want to test that out. The reason this light looks orange is because mm-hmm. we have white lights on us right now. And our cameras are set for the white lights mm-hmm. to appear as white balance. So if I turn this off, now yeah. the table's just white. We turn this on, it's orange. Mm-hmm. If I set these lights on us to be the same color as this, and then we changed our camera settings, everything would look Blue. identical. Uh, it would just be white. Like yeah. th- This table would be the same color it is before and after wouldn't it become right. a little blue wouldn't these be a little bit more blue if that was well yeah if i white? if i changed that up yeah. to a blue light then yeah. yeah yeah but i mean your eyes will naturally perceive it uh mm-hmm. to be white so uh, if you want to test that again use your phone your laptop whatever go into your night light settings put it on an extreme color of like warm or cool and then close your eyes have someone else change the setting to the far extreme and then open your eyes and your eyes will adjust almost immediately yep. and it'll look identical before and after to mm-hmm. you. So yeah, it's, it's like all the, perception. What is it? The blue dress? Oh that, yeah. That type of thing oh, where your eyes want it to look a certain color, even though it's not. And like you look at the pixel values and it's clearly a blue pixel, mm. but you think it's a white pixel and surrounded by a gold or huh. whatever. It, it was really interesting. I never, yeah, that was cool. I never looked at like the science behind it. I just thought, Hey, this is weird. <laughs> There's something wrong with me. Yeah. yeah. My brain's broken. Yeah. So you think that was just like perception of what environment you were in and how you're perceiving Yeah, I think color so. shifts. Because like you like I said, you could just zoom in and be like, I can tell you what the pixels are. The pixels are blue and it's and it is black. And like so it's not like mm. up to debate. It that's literally what it is, but it's because everybody is looking at it in different environments and it's like what you're saying, if we change the white balance on this, it'll look more natural mm-hmm. and your brain will just figure it out anyway. Yeah. I think that's really that's a cool thought. Yeah. To think that everybody perceives colors a little bit different, you know, regardless of white balance, just like the way our brain's wired. I mean, I, there's also like color blindness, but yeah, beyond it's, that, it's like everybody has a different optical sensor. Dude, I wonder who has the the most beautiful vision. Like the everything accurate, to them beautiful. looks like just so much better than everyone else. I hope I have a Nikon lens. Say <laughs> whoever has the Samsung optical, that's just everything's yeah. oversaturated. What if we get <laughs> to that point, like where like cameras surpass eye vision and then people are like getting body mods and stuff like that like where technology actually and we're nowhere near it right now but no. like when technology surpasses human capability i think that's a cool thought mm-hmm. it's kind of scary dude i'm gonna see in 50k yeah. hd oh my god you were scarred by 52 like the bit movies <laughs> you're, you're scared of all the body mods and everything dude I, cyber Big brother after watching cyberpunk i'm not afraid of anything so all of a sudden they just gotta flip a switch and they own you now uh well yeah. i mean at least the world's pretty no you I can would, be like at least the world's aug- pretty augmented reality like really you're like doing some laborious task for some company or something and then and like you're in augmented reality so you got like unicorns around you and like million dollars everything's mm. just perceived watch it's, and it's kind of tight ready player one man that was that, that was one of my cool. favorite movies that is a good movie i have not seen or read 
Ready Player One. It is a nostalgia fest of yes. anybody. It's like because it covers all these video games and they compress it into one online video game. Mm-hmm. And this kid is growing up in a low-income family, and they use video games as escapism, which is, you know, mm-hmm. close to home. Uh, if I mean, people <laughs> use video games to escape all the time. <laughs> is that I, why we? Uh, is that why we escape to a Valheim for two? Valheim to freaking do uh, chores on there. Viking land viking land when we play video games i i don't say wood we're, houses. we're not lower income we're doing well but it's the idea of using <laughs> video games to get away that, that was what you got out of it uh, <laughs> the only part he's like we're not low well, income. No. that's not what i said i said low and i said low income and then you tangent <laughs> jumped off hey of i just it. want to let you know we're not low income <laughs> no oh we'll, god we'll, no discounts uh, oh my gosh <laughs> You tangented it right <laughs> off of that, coupons. and I just wanted to clarify. No, no, no. We're, we're doing pretty good. Oh my god! Shut up. <laughs> what? We just we just had a great shoot just this weekend. The whole I know. Big, I'll dig until big. I'm at the bottom, and then I'll mm, anyway climb out. What were we talking about? So why wouldn't I? I wouldn't get any body modifications. Why? Well, I, I don't know if I would either. No. You wouldn't? Nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be down to get like into the capsule that throws you into another world. Like that'd be kind of tight every once in a while. You'd be like, you like, I like second life. But like body modifications, like, you know. Like if if they had to do it to save my life, I'd probably be like, all right, whatever. Right. I'll be be a robot. I wouldn't just like, I want to get a new arm today. Yeah, right? Oh, I'm so tired of my eyes. So I'm going to go get laser eyes. Like, dude, I just want to be able to jump. Real, real high. I want to dunk a basketball. <laughs> That's my body mod. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, who, I don't know what that feels like. I forget who said we, it. You could find out. I, I think it was Futurama who did a bit where it's like the steroids Olympics where they got rid of all the restrictions. It's like, do as many drugs as you want, but just figure out how jump, how far you can jump. I don't care. No, there's actually a, there's actually a comedy skit. You, you gonna make it, buddy? Okay. There's actually a comedy skit on one of Daniel Tosh's albums, yeah. and he talks about that. He's like, he's like, let let pro athletes take steroids. He goes, yeah. come on. He goes, I want to see how high you can jump. Like, yeah. I would actually probably watch football if everybody was just jacked up on like the craziest drugs just and ready to kill anybody. Yeah, it's like they tackle somebody and they split in half, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> That's the future. Are you okay? That's the future. You all right, buddy? The Futurama thing really caught me off guard. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that episode. I haven't yeah. either. Lord have mercy. That's it amazing. It might not be from it, but it's definitely something they would do. I just I just imagine like the writer's room was really fun that day. <laughs> I'm sure it's oh always fun. Gosh. Come on. That, that was the smartest. I think it was. They, they had like three PhDs in that writing room and like. <laughs> 10 masters or something really like they it were was, all like it was physics heavily, majors. yeah it was heavily sci-fi based yeah. and the the show from what i remember was pretty accurate like mm-hmm. in terms of like it was accurate in the sense of whenever they talked about science it mostly made sense and like i think they do the same thing with big bang theory they always uh, as I bad as the acting the laugh two. track was a lot of the science was backed on screen yeah there was um in futurama there was a whole episode where they wrote a theory and a paper for it because really? like the, the 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 weird convoluted scenario they thought up was like proven to be like a mathematical problem that you had to solve. That's kind of crazy. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm really just going to let everybody know that that's never going to happen from us. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking like, man, we don't, Dude, we don't have the... What are you talking about? Vitalian was completely <laughs> Oh <inaccurate>. my gosh. <laughs> oh, I'll never let it die. No. Vitalian 2. I don't want to think about Vitalian. <laughs> I'm going to start a GoFundMe for Vitalian 2. <laughs> And if we hit our our goal, you have to we have let, to make it. We, you have to let me create Vitalian too. Yeah, make it double the budget of the first one. Uh, yeah, but bucks. it's got to be a feature length. Feature length, <laughs> Dude, uh, it's like an hour and a half. It's like two. It's like two and a half minutes, and the rest is credits. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's just one slow moving credit. Just, just for, 90 minutes for, for, of credit. It's have just, seen, it's just chuck it along. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Disney's new shows that they put on Disney Plus? Do you have that? I yeah. do not. Tell me about them. Uh, on their credits, they put three different copies of it at the end in like different languages. And it makes it like 10 minutes of credits at the end every single time. Have you ever watched them? I haven't well, watched it that far. <laughs> you haven't watched till the credits? <laughs> Why do you watch the credits? Because well, sometimes they do put a post-credit scene. Yeah, and you just like to have to skip through because you can see. Well, where I mean, you're I don't actually watch through the credits. I'm not insane. That's what I'm saying. No, I've never I watched put, to I the would, end. I would you're scroll like, through it and be like, "Why is there ten minutes of credits?" I would click through and I'm like, "Oh, this one's in French. This one's in Japanese <laughs> you, for some reason." Do you take the time to like go up and you're like, "Oh, John Smith," and then you go down and you try to read his name in another language? No. No. All right. Well, would you? I don't have Disney Plus. I couldn't if I tried. Man, you're so lame. Because I don't have Disney Plus. What what shows did you see on Disney Plus, Cole? I have been watching all the Marvel stuff. Yeah. We bought it to get um, the Mandalorian. So we watched Mandalorian, then we watched WandaVision, and then we watched the most recent one. Yeah, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It was so good. Yeah. I like WandaVision just a little bit better, but... I still think they're both great. I, the I thing I liked about Winter Soldier and Falcon was like mm-hmm. it was it was like watching a movie every week. Yeah, they it made was them much a lot more longer. cinematic. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Is that mm-hmm. a movie too, or is it just these a are show? All, these are all shows? So like mm-hmm. they were like six hour long sh- yeah. uh, series. I thought they were doing a Fal- uh, a new Captain America movie too. At the they're same going time. to, but oh, they yeah. they set everything up in this show. This is like a prologue. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Eh. Was Which it, is cool. It's yeah. like you get like you get more to the story now than you did before. They mm-hmm. can shove it in the middle and yeah. I mean, I know awesome. it's all a ploy to make more money off of us, but like it's very cool because it will keep my year full of Marvel, which I'm okay with. Well, I mean, it's only making money off of you if you're giving it to them, and the only reason you'd give it to them is if there was something you were getting out of it, and you know. And the Marvel stuff is just so much better than the DC stuff. I was just about to mention Wonder Woman uh, I just 1984. I just can't get behind it. And yeah. like it got bad reviews online too. It yeah. wasn't like people the, were like, hey, like it was like, it kind of sucked. The first one was like, the, the first Wonder Woman was actually good for a DC film. I enjoyed yes. that one. That one and was not bad. They were like, hey, what if we made another film but didn't do anything right? It just went undid everything that they learned. It was so sad. Yeah, it really was. I watched it and I was like, just can't get the image of Kristen Wiig as a freaking cat out of my mind. That was weird. That was so weird. She wants to be an apex predator. I want to be an apex predator. (laughs) (laughs) And then Wonder Woman still beats her butt. (laughs) Yeah, even though they had like the same powers and then she got even more. I don't. It didn't make any sense. She was Catwoman? Kristen Wiig was? No, not Catwoman. No. 
Just you I gotta know. you gotta you gotta get on some of this stuff. Like I know you're watching your anime stuff, but you gotta watch some of this stuff that's like current so you can have conversations with us. I just I wouldn't have time even. Well, well, you it's only six. Well, you don't hours. have to watch the Wonder Woman movie. That one was. But bad. see, you gotta remember too. Like there, as they do these shows, these rollouts are like weekly. So we would watch, you know, the first episode on Friday, and the next week we'd watch the second. They release on a weekly schedule. It's I'll, not all at once. I'll get Disney Plus after the Obi Wan series comes out and then I'll oh that looks like uh, it's gonna be amazing because it's got all the original obi-wans in it all mm-hmm. the obi-wan yeah it's gonna be good i i've always wanted obi-wan obi-2 obi-3 <laughs> his his brother uh ewan mcgregor's brother was in the the military and they referred to him as obi-2 oh that's, that's funny nice. yeah so there really is an OB2 out there. Didn't you watch the Clone Wars? Uh, uh, I've watched series? like 90% of it. I feel like I've missed some yeah. episodes. I really liked it. They made another season to it <gasps> and it's on Disney Plus. And then they made another one called The Bad Batch, which is like a continuation of like uh-huh. some clone story. I haven't seen it. I, the only thing I've seen of that is that somebody put out an article and was like, it was the season that nobody asked for. The, that was the, the headline, Wars The one? Bad Batch. Oh, the bad bot? I I have not looked into it at all. And I I thought that it said another word. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was the bad... The bad... Beep. Botch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like... I skipped right. I was like, I don't think that was something I need to see. Yeah. (laughs) So that sounds like Star Wars is going down the tube there. (laughs) Maybe I don't know. Is Cardi B in this episode? (laughs) The the main thing with Star Wars that I've always wanted to Mm. see was like the story of between episode two and episode three of the uh prequels where yeah like i want to know because it, it just goes from um like obi-wan and anakin being friend like master trainer and then like all of a sudden they're friends and then they're like oh you're a brother to me and then he dies spoilers mm-hmm. uh but <sighs> i feel like by now you deserve it <laughs> i feel like if they went through and explained their relationship more which you get in the clone wars yeah. a lot it, it adds so much more weight to whenever they turn on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like th- they had done and been through so much. They're basically family at that point. And then if you just watch the movies, which was always given to us at that time, it, it was still sad and it was still like cool fight scenes and all that. But I feel like it just would have added more weight to the characters. Mm. I'm on board for them redoing the prequels. They should. And the sequels. Just, uh-huh. just remaster the VFX. <laughs> No, they said they're gonna like they they've been saying that they're gonna throw uh, Favreau in there and he's gonna do all of them over again. What they like, said that? Yeah, I've <gasps> I've literally read this somewhere. Oh, somewhere. And I, I was like, yes, John Favreau's a legend. He, he is. is. We don't deserve him. No, he's gonna be one of the greatest directors of all time, and that makes me happy. Yes, it makes me happy as well because he just seems like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's friends with a lot of like the people he works with, and that's mm-hmm. like yep. really encouraging because. Um, some other directors are notorious for just kind of being good at directing, but it's cool whenever you see somebody that has like relationships with the cast and they cast yeah. their friends and their friends are good actors. And, yes. You yeah. know, they're, and they're not just doing film work. Like he, he produces some stuff I thought with Netflix mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. You um, made a, yeah, cooking made show. a, a cooking show cooking called show Chef awesome. and also a movie called Chef. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the movie was really good. Yeah. Yeah. He starred in it, too. Yes. He's, so he's a decent actor. He's in the Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, he's happy. Yeah. He's that guy. Well, I mean, yeah. he was in all of Marvel as the character Happy. Prior. Well, yeah. Well, that's what... He was like the Yeah, because main... he directed the yeah. original Iron Man. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So uh, that's what I was saying. That dude's a legend. Um, mm-hmm. 
And like uh, for the Mandalorian, you know, he brought in like a director friend of his for like each episode mm-hmm. and like co-directed each yeah. one. And That's it was cool. super cool. I was like, dude, yeah. it's tight. Yeah. It's nice that he's like good at directing, but he's also passionate about the, the projects he's working on. Like yes. he's fans of the content he's making. Yeah. 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 Uh, tangent, because we talked about your stuff now. Mm. Uh, some of the animes that I've been watching, I really like the voices and um, oh, Joe, wow. Joe Turo from JoJo's yeah. show that David got me watching. I really mm-hmm. like it. And uh, in between watching a bunch of shows with my wife, uh, we started watching uh, Critical Role, which uh, David also got me into D&D a little bit a while back. I did? Yeah. It was you oh. and uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, some people from our small group were playing. And I was like, I'll oh, give it a shot. Yeah. And Critical Role is a D&D show. And I was like, that guy sounds a lot like the show we watch. Mm-hmm. And then we started watching another show. I was like, that sounds like him too. turns out these people on this YouTube channel that they do in their free time are a bunch of voice actors that also do a bunch of shows together. That, and that was how they met was just like acting and doing voice acting together. And now they have like their own little like podcasty uh, mm-hmm. video game conversation that goes on for like three hours. And they do Ooh. it like weekly for like the last mm-hmm. couple of years. I was like, that is so cool to think mm-hmm. that. You know, the people you work with don't just have to be, you know, peers. And it's not like you just grab barbecue on the weekends or something, but it's like you have something that you kind of build together. I was like, that's such a cool thing. Yeah. Just like us. Friends with people. Yeah. Just like us. We're all friends. Yeah. I'm not being paid to only see. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, David. You can do whatever you want. You came over yesterday and hung out with us, even though you weren't getting paid. And then he realized, he's like, what am I doing here? (laughs) Right. Uh, You're not getting paid for the quarterly meeting, so. Oh, can we reschedule that? (laughs) He's like, let's do it on like uh, a weekday in the morning. Yeah, 10 a.m. at a coffee shop. (laughs) So like the quarterly meeting was my idea. We're gonna do it in my house. We're gonna do it in the evening. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It's part party, part work event. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Tristan. You got too many ideas. Let's just have one meeting instead of text at eleven p.m. Oh my gosh! Don't text me at eleven p.m. He texts ah. me at eleven p.m. I wish he'd throw you in on that because I'm usually in bed and it's like, <laughs> bzz, bzz, bzz. like usually hey. it's the quality content feed going off and I'm like, stop it, dude. I usually just like sit in the shower for 45 minutes and i'm just like sitting under no just like water hit me on the head (laughs) and then i'm just like thinking of video ideas for like 45 45 minutes showers yeah and our water bill is like 30 bucks it's amazing hey dude that is chill i'm not upset with that at all like it's like look we all grow up one day so that my (laughs) so that our dads can't tell us to turn the thermostat or not touch the thermostat yeah or use too much water yeah like i'm gonna use as much water as i want now look at me dad it's can't uh, tell me how to live my life. It's just kind of like let's get a pool, chill. What? It, That's mean, not the same thing. It's yeah. the it's the fact. Like I don't know. The shower is a great place to think. Yeah, because it's quiet and you just have like the water and water so tranquil and you're just kind of like. <laughs> That's where I think of all my ideas. Dude, and you guys, you can make fun of me if you want, David. It sounds like you're on board. I'm on it. board. But I, Elon Musk was getting interviewed and they said, "Where do you come up with all your wacky, zany ideas like going to Mars and building a tunnel LA under LA?" And he's like. Sometimes I just stand in the shower for a really long time and I think of weird stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm Elon. I'm just saying he is kind of a gold standard of great ideas. your life decisions. Uh, I mean, he does really cool stuff. Don't knock it till you try it, David. If that's where he gets his ideas, maybe I'll, I'll I should try it I'll have to consider showering sometime. 
just like or just longer <laughs> just one night just one night just 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 longer just yeah. be in there longer you can stand you can sit yeah. you can lean against a wall i like to sit you can bring you a realize chair i live a ro- alone right like every room i sit in i can sit and be alone and no think. no it's not it's what not it's about same. it's not about sure? being alone like i could do the same thing but it's like it's just mellow yeah there's it's something a, about it's it it's a different vibe just having warm water beat on your head for like that long <laughs> so nice <laughs> Although I'll say like <laughs> there was this one Airbnb that I stayed in and it had two shower heads and it had a, a tankless water heater. So it was unlimited hot water and it was just like the most amazing mm-hmm. longest shower. I was just like, this is so nice. I could have fallen asleep in that yeah. shower. Dude, that's tankless awesome. Water heater then I drown. Cool. <laughs> How cold. Yeah, I? no, that's dangerous. <laughs> I like in terms of, I would never leave. Not actually drinking. No, right? I know. I'd come over and be like, where are you at? And you're like, I'm in the shower. Hold on. I'm like, dude, dude. I, he's just one giant prune. The, just freaking, my, it's my, wrinkly mess. The only way I know to get out of the shower is because the water starts to get cold. I'm like, oh, yep. man, guess it's over. Oh, my God. Wow. That is a long shower. <laughs> well, my uh, we have two shower heads, and, and I'm married, so I'm allowed to shower with my wife. And sometimes I like, the water. I'm allowed. I to. can do whatever I want. I'm a grown man. <laughs> I see the trend here. You guys are married. Sometimes you have great the shower is a place show. you can retreat to. That's you're not wrong. No, that's where I. <laughs> no, no, that's usually when I go true. take a crap. Uh, um, right Lock the door. The turn the fan on. No, that's where I. Dude. That's where you retreat to. This is you don't hide in the shower. The shower is a necessity plus a space to think. But the crapper is where you like really get some alone time. Wow. You watch some YouTube. Hmm. No one comes in. No one messes with you. She don't want to mess with that. You know, I always say we're not going to edit these podcasts at all, but I'm just going to remind you, we are still recording a podcast. I know. We know. We're calling this know? Off the Rails. Hey, Dude, I haven't Rails regretted podcast. anything I've Dude, said. How, no, how, you talk how, about poopy. How, how many times do people talk about it like all over the map that's like, that's where you like look at probably the most content like when you're it's in the bathroom true. no that's valid and it's a thing that everybody does and I everybody could, poops oops, by morgan friedman thank you and i could totally like we could dive into this oh, way God. more but i'm not going to because i understand my boundaries <laughs> and i'm just saying that like i consume a lot of content i, I don't know what else to Dude, tell you i wonder if anyone's listening to this right now <laughs> And they're probably like, oh my gosh how did they know <laughs> yeah we'll just put a in the, we'll put some timestamps, you know like on youtube it's like this whole section you can skip this <laughs> no it's it'll just say like toilet humor toilet humor yeah. oh my gosh potty oh, time i love this switch to my camera it, it's on for for for, for for for, it. for oh, not that one um for people out there i'm switching i'm switching the uh subject because i got in trouble so <sighs> there's i have this thing on my phone set up i don't know if you can read that or not but um okay anyways so you can take your google home Mm -hmm. any of your google homes and you can set it up to where it is listening for glass being broken as a security function that's cool so if you're gone and a window breaks and you can tell it which ones to do it at so if it's close to for the ones that i have that are close to windows i have it set up for that the funny thing is, though, is that my wife tends to be kind of a butterfinger, and she drops stuff all the time, especially when she's cooking in the kitchen. And so, as of right now, I just got a notification that there's glass breaking in my kitchen, and this happens to me every time she cooks in the kitchen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it cracks me up that it just goes off every time. I'm always like, I'll text her and be like, are you okay? 
<laughs> she's like, yeah, I just dropped something. I'm like, you're good. But, does she break something when she drops it? Or does it just make a noise and it thinks it's glass breaking? Uh, that depends <laughs> on what she drops. <laughs> Oh no! (laughs) Glass breaking from a table is almost a guarantee if you got hard surface. Yeah, yeah. Usually yes. (laughs) Just saying. Usually yes. But that's okay. At least she's making dinner for you. That's nice. You have a budget for no. She's cooking for herself today. Oh well. She's like she knows I won't be home till I'm late. So effort was made. No, no. She cooks for me all the time. She loves to do that. So you just have a lot of broken dishes. Yeah, it happens. What are you gonna do? Have you considered plastic dishes? You know, they're just not as nice as glass. <laughs> it's okay. You know, we as, live with it. As it's you a condition can tell, we live we're with. doing really well at trifling. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like the we're like, not poor. <laughs> Cole's like, yeah, plates, <laughs> whatever. Come on. No, I buy my plates <laughs> at Kroger, and they're like seven <laughs> bucks a piece. Dude, Cole, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm out Dude, back. I, I'm, I'm out back making them. I'm I, making my ceramic just plates keep on digging my own. This whole... So, so here's the thing. I try flakes. I actually Cole, have a guy who comes in my house. Yeah, no, and then no, he no. makes me new plates when my plates I, break. That's no, where I'm I, at right now. I believe it because here they're at Triflix, trimmed. Cole likes nice things. And I he, do like nice things. And he likes to buy these nice things with money. And I like to like find the cheapest no, possible you don't. way. Shut up. Talking ah, about your company. chair. Ah. <laughs> You, you I, have, out, I, have have one nice, room. I have one nice thing, and David holds it over my head. Because you bought it at a time when we were sh- <laughs> short on money at Triflix. <laughs> what is like, it? I'm gonna, it's a $600 Eames chair. Oh, that chair. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't. Even okay. I think that's silly. Whatever. Yeah. You bought that before. That almost cost as much like as my two sectional cameras. couch. You're missing the point here. No, there is. Yeah, you're right. There is no point to that chair. You are missing the point. You didn't no. even sit in that chair. I bought one thing that sit. I've wanted since I was 12 years old, yeah. and it was very nice. And we had income. We 12 had year olds want a lot of things that they shouldn't buy. Chairs, though. Chair? Chair was what you wanted when you were 12? Mm-hmm. I, w- I visited. Um, I visited family between like the age of 12 and 15 or so, and they had a really nice Eames chair. And it wasn't the exact same style, but that was when I got introduced to the artist. It was my grandparents. Uh, my grandparent, uh, my grandpa passed away shortly after, and I always liked this chair. And I hope someday I get card. inherit it. But I got introduced to this mid-century art style, and I think it's really mm-hmm. cool because it seems like everything that was made in this era uh, just appeals as art, not just furniture, not just technology. It's like everything has a really cool aesthetic, and I'm all about the aesthetic. <laughs> on a budget on a budget <laughs> on a budget yeah that chair is six hundred dollars it's true but if you wanted <laughs> the original true. the original's five grand so yeah oh, okay. it seems expensive okay. but okay. i yeah. went in the context the, i went for the mm-hmm. cheapest possible option yeah and that's usually how i uh go about finding my equipment whenever we buy gear i look Me for too. what gets the job done for the most fiscally like responsible done. option and Cole looks Dude, at you and me both. What are you, you talking about? You look at Aww. what works oh, and then also looks really, really good and performs really, <laughs> really good. You want the best of the best. And there's nothing wrong with that because we balance each other out. Yeah. It, it may seem like I'm being harsh on Tristan, but this was also during like the month where he refused to buy a trash can for the office because <laughs> he couldn't afford it. I did. Uh, especially there wasn't yeah. even one in the bathroom. 
so that was fun. Uh, he was trying to figure out what cameras to buy. He was like, oh, I don't know. It was like two to $300. It's kind of expensive. I was like, man, if only we had a spare $600 we could buy on cameras. Uh, that would be really awesome. And just other things like equipment we didn't have. And you're just p- trying to budget your stuff. But you bought the chair first. Yeah. <laughs> before we bought everything else. It was on sale that day. It was on uh. sale. The early, the early years. My wife makes fun of me all the time because mm. she does not care. Mm. She, she, we always have what we need. Um, we work very hard so that we do. Um, and if we don't, we're very fiscally responsible. Yes. But she laughs at me because when I tell her that I purchased something, I'm always like, so I did something today. And I'm like... Mm. Like, I just, I finally, for the first time, and Tristan can attest to this, so, yep, I bought an office chair. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> I did some research. I was very happy with my purchase, but I technically needed one because I've been sitting on a rigid wooden dining room chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, there is no cushion, no support. It doesn't change. It doesn't move. It's not ergonomic by any means, but I've been using it for the last, I don't know, three years. So I finally went ahead and did it and I was like, so I did something. I was like, I bought an office chair and she starts laughing. I'm like, and I got super insecure. I'm like, why are you laughing at me? I'm like, I needed an office chair. And she's like, I just think it's silly that you say it that way. Like you're going to get in trouble. She's like, have you ever gotten in trouble? I'm like, no, (laughs) well, but I did a thing with her. I'm sorry. The the thing is I've learned that a lot of times we like carry memories from like either childhood or just before you meet somebody and then you have that like expectation of if I do something, this will happen because yeah. it's happened in the past and you're just kind of like ingrained that way. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that that uh, I work through too. <laughs> it's like you, you just you just assume the outcome of a situation and uh, sometimes it causes us more stress than it's worth. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And yeah. she's like, I don't care as long as we can still get toilet yeah. paper and essentials. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, I get man. it. It's nice that she's that sweet, though. She That's is. That's cool. She's, yeah. she's, she's, she's perfect. Yeah. I, I just re- checked, by the way, your Eames chair is currently supporting laundry. It. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I have. It's not a me thing. That's a. I've almost never seen you sit in that thing. And I sat in it until I was told, which we actually have on camera, mm. the first time that I was told <laughs> what this chair cost. I think the price keeps going up. It's, no, it's 600 it was 600 no i know but i'm saying when we were talking about it originally i think uh, someone was like i was a 400 dollars chair and i was like what and then oh. tristan's like i was a 600 chair. i might have done that just to see like all right let's not hit him with the real number let's just see if he responds he's like it's a 400 dollars chair i was like i'm just kidding it's 600 number <laughs> Even worse than it was before no. i'm giving you crap but yeah i'm just as bad as tristan is so yeah. Uh, yeah, just you in different ways, worst. you know, just yeah. in different ways, different priorities. Yeah, but that's okay, yeah. you know. That's why, that's why, why we here. work so hard. That's why we put in twelve-hour days. I mean, partially, it's not just for the money. I don't want to make it sound like that's so the only reason why we're doing. I'll let you know. Most of the work, <laughs> most of the work we do out of those twelve hours is unpaid because it's usually internal. Yeah. make the company go. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just like, part of it, right? We yeah, can't, you that's know. That's any small business. Exactly. And that's why we're just hoping that, you know, as we continue to grow, eventually we can still do that, but projects can still be getting finished yeah. while we're trying to run a business. Yeah. You know what you need? You guys need a round of applause for all your hard work. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> a very abrupt ending. Crowd's gone. Crowd's gone. <laughs> yeah. I need to get good at like dialing it down on the volume knob. Yeah, while you're holding it. While I'm holding it, yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah, Off the Rails podcast. We started on blue lens glasses. There's never been rails. Uh, that's true. It's, it's all a facade. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> hey, it doesn't work anymore. Uh, <laughs> so channel five now. I picked one. You're up, Tristan. Uh, boop. Boop. Booping. Bing bong. Oh, ask about asking about lighting and make people comfortable on set. Well, make, com- making people comfortable on set was more of your note. Yeah, but I don't mm-hmm. remember le- asking about lighting. Yeah, I don't exactly know Why what no you lighting? meant by that. Oh, maybe it's just three point lighting because we've been doing that a lot more. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. true. Let's. Uh, what do you want to start with? Uh, let's talk with point. about the the people yeah. getting comfortable on set. So recently, we've done a couple of shoots that are more interview style for commercials. Mm. Um, the majority of our work prior to this is usually corporate offices where the people on screen and on camera have a lot of experience doing so. So they're really comfortable. But now uh, we were starting to get a little more into small business owner commercials where they don't do as much public speaking. And that's fine because uh, that's our responsibility to help them become comfortable. And that's something we want to bring as an asset to all of our shoots. Yep. And that's something that we've learned and are still learning. Um, and one of our best examples was a recent commercial shoot where we had someone on screen. And I have a little more experience in it just because I, I, I do some corporate where that's not the case. But Cole's coming into videography uh, for <laughs> the first time because uh, most of his experience has been photography. So yeah. I don't know if you want to elaborate more on how that was for you and then just kind of figuring out how to go yeah yeah and i think uh, obviously like (laughs) i'm used to being like okay we just need literally a split second of a moment and i can make Mm -hmm. it look the way i want it to right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's 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 harder to do that when you're taking all those split second moments and putting them together into a actual moving picture so i think the main part of it is just being able to read people in a way that you can you can understand whether they're okay or not on set and that's more it's supposed to be more my job and it's just a learning process um but the more recent shoot we had somebody who was on set and they were very nervous Mm -hmm. and uncomfortable in the situation like uncomfortable in the place we put them in and of course we pick a spot that's very aesthetically pleasing you know good lighting whatever has a nice background you know we're picking it for its visual you know, um, it's visual presence for a video, mm-hmm. not thinking of, Hey, is this okay for our person? And so I think during that period, we learned that, you know, we came back to it and the, the person who was not there, um, watched the videos and was like, Oh my gosh, like he was super nervous, blah, blah, blah. And then we found about that later. So it was like, okay, how do we read these cues? What are the cues? What, what happens? Um, and I think we're starting to figure out, right. I mean, obviously if somebody begins to you know twitch or be nervous you know nervous tics things like that which we all do or sweat or you know have trouble Mm -hmm. speaking um things like that it's it's paying attention to those things so we can go hey can i get you a glass of water you know Mm -hmm. do would if we sat you down would that be more comfortable you know how Mm -hmm. do we get you in a spot that's going to make you more comfortable on camera yeah and i think the largest thing that plays into that is that all we do is sit in front of a camera yeah. yeah. So it's very hard to think about being in the position of going, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the lens just gives me anxiety because it doesn't do that anymore. Like it did at one point in time for me, but it doesn't anymore. And it's mm-hmm. it's hard to remember that. So 
I think there's a demographic involved too, because I feel like that's true. A lot of people growing up on TikTok and YouTube and Vine and anything else that's existed and stopped for a while. Uh, A lot of people that I associate with, like within our own age demographic, are Mm. comfortable. And then even even older people, um, older than us, and this is how I'm going to define that. Anyone older than us <laughs> have experience with phones. Like they do Facebook Lives yeah. and they do Skypes. And like they have some familiarity with, hey, there's a camera. I talk to it. I look at it. I don't look at the screen. I don't know why people do that. I mean, look at the screen and then look at the lens if you have to. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's just a lot of experience that goes into it. Um and, and I think one of the biggest problems that we've ran into is a good problem. And that is a lot of the people we are starting to work with are outside of our bubble. So we don't have experience yeah. interacting with them That's as true. much. Hmm. So whenever we have them on camera, we don't know what normal uh, interviewee acts like and what they talk like and how yeah. their mannerisms are. So we don't have a, a benchmark to compare their performance to. Some yeah. people have charisma switches that even if they're like a, a low energy person, they can like flip that switch and all of a sudden they're dynamic and engaging uh, and, and they have public speaking skills and they don't have camera skills. So then it's like, let's make them comfortable. Let's get them on screen. And uh, we've had, mm. I think maybe three or four clients like that, uh, that we've worked with recently. And, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of offering them water and asking them how their day's going and what what can we do to to make this more comfortable for you? How do you normally sit? Uh, You know, do you have any videos on your phone that you would be comfortable showing us just so we could like get some experience of seeing what you would normally do and what, how you would normally behave? Yeah. Right. I had a lot of experience with this when... I was doing uh, these interview style videos for a church. They would interview, have people come in and tell their story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people are just just not used to being in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. And so like some of the tricks I would do is like I'd get them water. Uh, another one would be I would, I would just be talking with them about, I don't know, for five or ten minutes before we'd even start recording and get them just used to having a conversation with me. And I, that's how I made the interview kind of flow. I just try to transition them into telling them telling me their story uh, so like all they have to do is just look at me like right next to the camera and they just act like if they're telling me their story instead mm-hmm. of staring at a camera and hoping that they're i don't know looking right and all that stuff and yeah. i felt that that helped a lot because it it made it more conversational and less like mm-hmm. rigid and like afraid to even talk in the first place and so it, it just kind of, you have to feel it out. And because some people, they're just ready to shotgun and go. They know what they want to say. And yeah. other people, they're just, they don't know how to react to a camera. Yeah. And I just said never thought about it as deep, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like now it's part of my list in my head, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, how are you doing today? Like, you know, that's the role that I'm supposed to play anyways. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, Tristan's getting the shot set up, making things look pretty. And I was supposed to be like, hey, so how are you doing? Like, how do you feel about the shoot? Like, are you comfortable? Can Is there something I can get for you? Like, what can I do, you know, to try to help the process? And it's been interesting learning those those little tidbits. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is a part of that can be interesting, too, whenever people come from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, we've interviewed people with different types of public speaking sets, whether that be, um, like, someone that's normally talking to a large crowd 
Uh, we've had people that are normally like radio voices. We've had mm. people that normally do like video, like one-on-one -on -one videos, like I like a Zoom call where you talk to one camera, but it's an audience of a lot of people. And people have mannerisms whenever they do that. And sometimes they translate really well and sometimes they don't translate as well yeah, on, right. on camera. So I think just in general, um, for, for anybody speaking on camera, it is going to be a different experience. Even if you have public speaking or even if you have high charisma, high energy, there's just certain things that you have to bring to it. Uh, and that's, that's just something we have to get down. Uh, the difference between a good photographer and a great photographer the good one can take good photos, but the great ones, like one that can get somebody posed and say, Hey, stand like this, like do this. And the shots look natural. They feel natural. The shots are well edited. Uh, and that's something we can like take that principle and just translate it over into video. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never been good at that part of it. It was like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, uh, when I would shoot weddings back in the day, I always brought somebody with me. And she'd be like, hey, do this. And I'd be like, oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but the more, more hands on set, you know, you don't want too many cooks in the kitchen. But yeah, for sure. Got somebody uh, like we get set up. We're going to have somebody watching like the camera the whole time. But we have three cameras. So it's like, do you have three people yeah. on set all watching cameras? Like, well, no, let's have one do the cameras and then we'll let two run and one's going to focus on moving the camera but then we have lighting we got to make sure the person stays in their position we got to make sure they're following script how long is the video supposed to be let's make sure that they're talking within this time constraint there's just mm. so many things and that's just a couple that you have to focus on and before i was producing all this stuff by myself and then we brought in david and ben and and they were great like they offered more experience and, and uh capabilities to the shoot and then we brought in cole uh we're partner now so, so happy we're, to be here <laughs> we're doing it all uh, and a lot of our shoots are two to three people but honestly still hard mm -hmm. like there's still room where if we had more people on set we could make videos even better yeah yeah because when we were at coffee house it was tristan and i and we've got we had two cameras running tristan was holding the boom for the audio and then I also was taking and using my phone to control the gimbal to make the camera move for more dynamic shots. So I was like checking both cameras to make sure things were looking good, mm -hmm. moving one camera, and then also stopping and starting as we would do different takes. Mm -hmm. And then Tristan's also monitoring audio. And so you're like, at some point you do feel spread a little thin that you can't look for the little nuances or things that you might catch that you're like, hey, we need to not, you know. Mm -hmm. mm. And we could just have a different shooting style for sure. But like you said, I mean, it also, the problem is if we had four people there, it also cuts into our margins, which is yeah. something we have to think about. Yeah. So uh, we talked about, you said holding up the boom pole. Well, holding a boom pole is literally something a pole could do. It's it's a pole over top with a microphone. Yes. And it holds there. There's two solutions for that whole thing that could keep us a two-man crew. Yeah. Well, I I... I You'll jump in if I don't cover what you're wanting to talk about on this. But I was going to say one would be we hire somebody to hold a pole. And what's mm -hmm. that going to be? It's like somewhere between 10 and $15 an hour, right? So how many hours would it take to cover the cost of a C-stand, a stand that holds the pole for us? That's $130. And then it's also more equipment we have to carry around. So it's like, well, that's going to cut into our setup time. So then you have to start to evaluate how many shoots do we have to do before this piece of equipment pays for itself versus we just give somebody a coffee and, you know, 
20 bucks to come and do a shoot with us, 25, 30 bucks, whatever it's going to be for, it depends on how long the shoot is. So that was what I was going to throw in for it. Yeah. I was like the two things that we, you said the C stand, <laughs> that's something we've talked about. That would be pretty nice. <laughs> um, not going to lie. Um, that one. And then also um, I've been given a lot of thought to, you know, we talked about it like a director's monitor. Mm-hmm. So we could have all the camera feeds go into one monitor Ooh. and then you could view all those feeds at the same time mm-hmm. and you could actually be making sure that things look like they should be and somebody could be operating a camera or yeah. holding a boom pole. You know what I mean? Then, but you yeah. know what the funny thing is with director's monitors? What's that, buddy? You, you, they're pretty heavy. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't you want to use a normal like light stand. You'd probably use a C stand for those two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we'd have no matter what, all the solutions require C stands. Yeah, which is probably <laughs> probably something we need to invest in anyways. Yeah. But the director's monitors are really cool. Have you, have you looked into them at all yet? What is I that? haven't, no. What is okay. a director's monitor? It's very cool. So a director's monitor has like four HDMI ins, four SDI ins, and it just has like a big monitor. And then on that monitor is a bunch of little screens the size of like my phone across all of them. And oh. what it allows you to do is really cool. You can see all of those video images, but then also some of them allow you to see waveforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd be able to see the audio and you'd be able to see everything on one screen. So that's why they call it a director's monitor because the director can see all the camera angles, all the audio, make sure everything is to his vision. So that way when they send it off to editors, he's like, I like everything. You can use it all or don't use this shot or we need to reshoot this, whatever the case is. The, but uh, they're expensive. The souped up version of the switcher, the that costs maybe like a hundred or two hundred dollars more does that really the ccc the church that i work for go to mm-hmm. and work for again because of you uh they have this version well they have the better version of this switcher mm-hmm. and i have a screen that shows all of the camera feeds at once and i can switch between them yeah and i can see the audio levels and everything well the difference with well no, I guess it'd be it, the it same. Yeah, there's the really same. no difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. It would be the same. I was going to say yeah. the recording method would be different, but no, you'd still no, you record, still record off these cameras right yeah. now, even though they're doing HDMI out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, super cool. Uh, I, I think probably what is fundamentally different between those is the H, usually a director's monitor has all that technology built into the monitor. Is this like the one you're talking, you would need a monitor and your large. Yes, yeah. You would need a little back. tiny screen to hook it up to, but that also makes it smaller. Mm. Um, and easier to transport. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe there's a cheaper solution. There's newer yeah. solutions coming out from day to day. But yeah. also, I had an idea. What if we just attached a microphone to a drone and just fly it around? Right. Big brain. Uh, well, oh I mean, my gosh. there is a solution that we have attainable to us, and that's lavalier mics. That was why I purchased mm. them. Cole doesn't like them. And honestly, I agree with him in this. Thank you. They just don't sound as good. However... Some clients prefer what is uh, more affordable and what is more affordable to them is what is more efficient for us to produce. That is where our pricing usually breaks down is what's the most efficient versus what is the most balls to the wall? How far can we push all of our technology and really get this (laughs) camera going and all of our gear? And that's, um, you know, I, it makes me sad because I want every one of our shoots to be as far as we can push it. But, you know, at the end of the day, we run a business and 
you know, for our own product projects, we can, we can start to push it a little more. And if clients have the funds or, you know, if it's a, if it's a really good client and it's something we can exchange, maybe there's, there's something there, but at the end of the day, we still have to be able to push out content consistently. Yes. Our clients need their content within deadlines and you know, uh, time's money. It's true. <laughs> That's true though. And that has to be factored in. Like you said, we are a business, so we're thinking about those things and mm-hmm. efficiency tends to line up with cost and budget and all that jazz. Yeah. So. They got the, the trifecta of content. It's uh, uh, time, quality, and uh, cost. Yep. And you get to pick two. <laughs> that's right? that's like, what like ah! that's what people say. Yeah, but I here at Triflix, we, we don't cut any corners. Our triangles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like rounded corners. Yeah, ah, ours is just a circle. It's a circle with like a little little kind of a little Y in out. the middle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I mean set etiquette, all those things. It's all it's all things to think about, and it's things that we're thinking about on a day to day basis. Mm. So, the other thing we're thinking about. It's how to get better every day. Every day, we're actually interested in this. This is not it's a... every day, bro. Every day, bro, yeah. on that Disney Channel little copyright strike. Uh, oh, my gosh. So, here's the thing. And we've, we've talked about this before. We like what we do, all right? We, we do this because it's fun. Uh, there's, there's money involved. Like, mm-hmm. we got to pay our bills. We got we to gotta keep the lights on. But at the end of the day, we would find a way to do this regardless like whether that's making content or just goofy videos or whatever if even if we had to do a nine to five accountants you know the the office space office space movie yep. yeah if that was our life we would still find a way to make content on the side just for the fun of it heck yeah but it's beautiful that it leeches into both of our working worlds and our fun worlds yeah yeah <laughs> like a disease like a freaking disease <laughs> But it's the best kind of disease. Yeah, it's a fun disease. It's like love. It's the best kind. Oh my gosh! Which love hepatitis will is spread. To get when you have one of the other ones, it's like that one. So there's a point to all uh, this, the fun all right? Hepatitis. The point is, we we keep investing not only our money into building our company. I mean, you're really enjoying this one, aren't you? I just just it's laughing, just, laughing along with just David, saying stupid stuff. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh no, don't worry. I I do it all the time. It's it's cool. <laughs> we, we know. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're painfully aware. We invest more than our money into Triflix and blood, we, sweat, and tears, my friend. Yeah, and time. <laughs> yeah, I was going with time it. to bleed. Uh, and a lot of our free time. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> A lot of our free time is spent actually researching topics relative to how to improve like what we're doing. And it's not because like, oh, I want to get better. It's just like we find it interesting. Heck yeah. Uh, You know, whether that's uh, talking about networking and AI and camera settings and lighting and all that. It's Mm -hmm. like all these like we're, we're spending just so much time invested in this because it's just stuff we like. It's fun. Yeah. It's awesome. So I wanted to jump on to lighting, though, because that was also part of that little Yeah, thing. lighting, man. Uh, what about it? Lighting. Oh, it's real cool. We got two two lights here, and that makes us look great. Wrong. You know what happens if I turn this off? 
Oh, you're starting to look blue. I'm boring. Look at this. Look at this boring shot. You can do simple things. Yeah. To make your shots look dynamic. I think uh, you looked boring, anyways. I'm boring all the time. Yeah, but, were. but I look a little bit better whenever the lights are on. <laughs> so we talked about the white balance, where it's cool in the front and orange in the back. So if I actually, I think we are using three-point lighting technically right now. If I shut this, there's off. a lot of points. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's a lot of points. We're using eight-point lighting? Uh, there's That's a lot of points. Very... But in filmmaking, there's a simple setup that we hadn't been following for a long time because of efficiency. But we have a more efficient way where we can set up our lighting. Did you say a fish in the sea? A fish in the sea. It's not my fault. Efficiency? Even I'm the efficiency manager. Uh, well, it's a little bit outside of your realm, I would say. I wouldn't expect you to research. You just said my words. You're the fish in sea. You had a, like you yeah. felt co- like you're. I, someone I, called I felt your attacked. Name. <laughs> I, I felt attacked. <laughs> so I blame I blame you, David. I blame you for our lighting issues. <laughs> I wouldn't. I think David's doing a great job. Yeah, mute no. that part. Ow. No, I blame Tristan. Mm. Well, here's the thing: three point lighting just makes your shots look a little bit more attractive you gotta you got your fill uh there's another term for this light on my side i'm really bad with memorizing them but i know in my head how to set it up and we're trying Mm. to take these principles of how to set up lighting in a more cinematic way lighting that's used on set for big productions for professional interviews whether that's like uh, 60 minutes or cnn or whatever it is like you know Big news. Uh, I prefer Conan. CNN. Conan, yeah, sure. Conan does lights. Whatever. I just thought it was funny. That's what you picked. Uh, yeah, well, that's like the kind of boomer. That's probably right the most popular. I know. <laughs> like, watches sixty minutes between two ferns. Oh, I guess if you're a millennial. There you go. Now I know what you're talking about. I've never actually watched an episode of it. Eric oh Andre. my gosh, it's so funny. Well, so the thing is, Eric I'm Andre. thinking specifically of three point lighting, and those are usually big sets where they have like lights across the top. But the, the point is... What are you sorry, talking about? Yeah. The point is... Let me finish! <laughs> is we're, I, uh, we've been doing research on how to improve the quality of our productions. <laughs> I say your name again. I say efficiency no, to, to get you. Way, like, Let me finish! <laughs> I want to finish! I just want to talk about lights. You care about lights, right? <laughs> You, no. you care about the lights. But you got to care about the We're lights. We're researching things on the side to improve the quality and efficiency of our videos. And if you don't like that, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lighting is lighting is huge. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things way. we're doing. Lighting right? is a big deal. And we applied it to a, several of our shoots recently. And those have been some of the best looking <sighs> shoots we've had. Gosh. Dude, still coaches. I'm getting aggressive. Coaches. I'm second angry. video is still one of my favorites. I'm using my angry voice. It's beautiful. I'm beautiful. Ah. He's scared. He's angry. Ah. Ah. Somebody make him green. Uh, well, we're at an hour. I guess yeah. this is the show. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you done? He's like, I want to go home and eat some of my wife's food. She no. only made for one. I have to go home and edit. Oh. Yeah, I had a lot of shoots today, so I had to go home. Well, everybody picks something. I feel like it's only fair if David gets to pick something. No, Uh, thank you for tuning in. This has been a Triflix Cast episode eight. Uh, I don't really know what else to say. I'm gonna switch it to Tristan, so I don't have to talk anymore. All right, fine. Here's the thing, kids. We love you. Well, you bing bongs. If you like this type of stuff, you should hit subscribe and you should watch it on YouTube because that's what I think you should do. However, but you're you your own also, individual person. Because you could also watch it on Facebook or you, Instagram. You can watch it wherever you can listen it's wherever. Beautiful. Here's the thing. Wherever you're listening, there's probably a review button. There's probably a like button. There's probably something you can do. I don't really know how it works on other platforms. <laughs> but 
Cole uploads in there. While he's watching CNN in 60 minutes. I don't watch content He's like, I'm anywhere. not, I'm not hitting that like button. Dang it. <laughs> I don't, I don't watch it anywhere. Right. I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm a boomer at heart. Just hit like, subscribe, share it with your friends, your grandma, your aunt, your uncle. I don't care. Your dog and have a great day. That's it. Go by. Go away. <laughs> Go watch another podcast. <laughs> I told you I'm aggressive. Don't watch anything else. I, I really hope I you have a good day. I saw your ad in the newspaper. Triflix Cash. I tuned in on the radio on 11.2 FM. Get that out of my house. <laughs> I quit. Uh, on the next episode. Oh, we didn't talk about what we are talking about on the next episode. Next episode, Cole gets hired. 